What's good, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Full Circle. I'm your host, as always, Oda Harmon Jr. Please feel free to find me at Oda Harmon Jr. across all your favorite social media websites. Everyone, today is a good day. Today is episode 200. Yes, 200. We have made it 200 episodes. I never thought this day would come, honestly. One day I was like, I'm going to start a gaming podcast. I'm going to invite people from all over the industry, big and small. I'll have the Greg Millers of the world, and I'll have, you know, people with like two followers who never ever heard of, but they're cool people. And I did it. And then I did it 199 more times. And now we're here. And I can't believe it. And I, I don't have nothing, a speech prepared or nothing. But it's the 200th episode. And... For that, I actually have the very first doctor to be on Full Circle Podcast. Yes, people, we have graduated to a new level. So no other better way to celebrate that than someone who has graduated with the highest honors academia can provide a person. Our guest this week is the one, the only, the doctor, Ashley Godbold. How are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing really well. That was a great introduction. Thank you. Oh, thank you for joining me. And besides being a doctor, I I hear you dabble in game development. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My my job is that of a video game programmer. Um, And I also like teach game programming and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, I'm sorry. There's like an inside joke about how I'm like, absolutely awful at introducing myself and talking about myself so it's like yeah that's what we do all right yeah. all right well, 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 well we'll do this we'll do this academia style well dr ashley just in case the people of the classroom don't know who are you and what do you do uh yeah so yeah that's the thing i'm so bad at. uh yeah so i am ashley i uh i make video games and i play video games and I, I do stuff. <laughs> I am a human. I, I exist on this planet called Earth. You might have heard about it. I'll, I'll breathe the air. That's what I do. <laughs> so, yeah, that's me. I don't know. Like, I never know what to say. Like, it just, I am Mashley. Hi. So. What's up? Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> And as always, people, we have a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about The Queen's Gambit, Netflix, the video game, The Game, which I'm not even lying. That's like kind of the real title. It's, it's something convoluted. It's like The Queen's Gambit, The Game, based off The Game from The Queen's Gambit. And I'm like, it's chess. The game is chess. You are a chess team. You know, I'll save it for the segment. We're going to be talking about the announcement of that and, you know, what that means about games and all this stuff. But before that, E3 is officially returning for 2023. They said it, not me. So if this turns out to be a lie, don't don't come looking at me like I'm crazy. Go to the ESA. But they said E3 will be back in person, online, in all the former glory, I assume. And But what does that mean for the summer game showcases? Do they continue? Do they stop? Do we just have a month of June full of nonsense? We'll talk about that. But before that, speaking of summer game showcases, 
But earlier today, Bethesda and Xbox wrapped up theirs. IGN had their summer game fest. Jeff Keighley, you know, was Jeff Keighley and did the things. And a whole bunch of games were announced. And actually, before we talk about, you know, some of our favorite games that we saw, big and small. What, 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 here's my, what do you think of Jeff Keighley? Who is he? I, I was like, I, one day I woke up and Jeff Keighley was like, I run the industry. How did that happen? I'm not, I'm not asking if you actually know. I'm just wondering how did that happen? I I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. Who he is just some guy who shows up on stuff all the time. That's kind of what I assumed about him. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Do you, uh, do you know that? <laughs> no, I Google. I one no. I actually googled this once, and I was like, and I literally Google how did Jeff Keeley become Jeff Keeley, and it was literally like. Oh, Jeff Keighley was like some Canadian dude that was on like some gaming things. And then and then the literal next sentence was like, and then he ran the game awards and had like there was no in-between. It was like Jeff Keighley was born. Jeff Keighley like had a semi-small following, you know, back in the, the younger years of the internet. And then it was like Jeff Keighley runs the gaming world. So I don't know. There's there's like some mob mystery there. Yeah, some, some I guess like I, I'm I'm Wikipedia Wikipedia ing him right now. It seems like yeah, it literally does say that. Like Jeff Keeley was born. Jeff Keeley became the host of Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Yes, like there's no I, I don't get it. It was like God bestowed upon him one day, it was like, Hey, we need we need a friendly face to just run gaming and have connections to everything possible in the community. You will be that man, Jeff. Go. Build it, they shall it come. Like, it looks like he started doing video game reporting back in '94, so I guess he's been doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know much about him. Just, just I never really thought about it. Just like he's just like a host. I never put much thought into who he is or what he does. It, exactly. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever has this. Like we just accepted it. It's like he woke up one day, walked up, was like, "I'm Jeff Keeley." And I am important. And the game industry went, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, you are. I mean, I've been told that that's the way you're supposed to like, live your life, right? Like, you just <laughs> go out and be like, I'm important. And then people just start believing it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like, where are your credentials? I don't need any. Well, right this <laughs> way, important. sir. Just believe me. Hand wavy. Like, you know, like the Jedi hand wave. Like, I'm important. Yeah. You must believe it. Yeah. Exactly. And he's Canadian. So that that's like... You know, it, that for some reason, that's like a badge of honor and believability. But, I mean, he, he created the Summer's Game Fest. He, he, he swooped in when there was no E3. And, and now we have this. And did you see anything that caught your eye? Tickled your pickle? Was your fancy? Summer Game Fest? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. You didn't no, watch it. Not really. I... I did not watch it, but I reviewed the results, and <laughs> I was not impressed. Uh, I didn't watch it because I knew it was going to be just the same stuff that it always, you know, like, oh, there's going to be some dudes fighting in space. Yay! <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I could read, I could read a summary of that and get just as much out of it. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, because they're just not really my, they're not my jam. It's just not. I I. I the only thing that came out of it that I was actually really excited about was the One Piece game. and um, But yeah, I'm more of a wholesome game 
Like I was I was kind of paying attention to that. Um more than the summer game fest. So uh, yeah. I feel you on that. I'm pretty sure everyone's seen all the jokes online where everyone was like, This is the E the E3 of space. Every game yeah. is in space. It has, you know, to do with something horrible acts. You know, I, I mean, I'm not original people. I'm not saying I came up with this, but it was true. Every every other game during the main showcase was like not Dead Space. It was like, here's a game that's like Dead Space, but it's not. Made by the <laughs> creators of Dead Space. But it's not <laughs> Dead Space. I mean, yes, it's there's not. like cool horror and there's makeshift weapons, but this is not Dead Space. This one is called Deceased Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no lie. Like, I would have stood up and applauded if they called that game Deceased Galaxy. They need to just start just really leaning into it. If they really leaned into how, you know, they're just, they know what they're doing. Just just make a joke out of it. I would, I would appreciate that. And I would maybe actually play the game if they did that. But I'm not. So, whatever. Yeah, you know, there there's a couple of game announcements that I know we're always gonna get. And uh they fall flat on me each time. And I'm not saying they're not well made games, because I mean they are. They they sell billions mm-hmm. of dollars. But like every time I see a new Call of Duty trailer or a new Forza trailer, I'm just like, Yes. Yes, yes, you you that is Call of Duty. Ah, that that mm-hmm. is Forza. And then, yes, look look at that real time tire rotation track, whatever bluebird. I'm like, hmm, yes, this is this is great. And then call it you know, I understand that Call of Duty is like one of the best-selling franchises of all time. I get that. I I am not here to crap on Call of Duty. But, like, I find it extremely hard to get how anyone gets hyped at Call of Duty in the same sense. It's like watching a new Madden trailer and getting hyped. I feel like you just know what it is. I'm not saying you can't look forward yeah. to it. But, like, mm-hmm. when people tell me, like, bro, did you see the new Call of Duty trailer? I'm like, yes, it, it was... It was Call of Duty. I I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. I mean, it's... I feel like the last... I, I, I'm going to sound really negative, but the last, like, I don't know, 10 years of games, like, it's just... It all feels the same. You know, like, it's... Like, at least, like, back in the older generation, like, oh, look, the graphics are way cooler. They look so much better. We have Call of Duty, but, like with more polygons and now it's just like okay it's like i don't know like every game it just it just feels like the same thing over and over and and it's not even um it's not even that it looks any better either you know so it's just yeah i i i feel the same way but i've also never been a fan of call of duty i'm not really a fan of like violent games uh in general i mean i'll play games with violence but it's just not really what i gravitate (laughs) towards so um yeah so i just i don't really I don't really go for the whole Call of Duty thing, but I, yeah, I understand. Like you said, I understand why people are excited about it and they enjoy it. I mean, if you love Call of Duty, more Call of Duty is what you want, right? So, yeah. like, I get why they keep making them. If people are going to keep buying them, keep keep making them. Go for it. Yeah. So. You know, I'm not going to beat this dead horse on the show with a stick anymore because I've done it. But it's like, it's like, yeah, keep <laughs> releasing Grand Theft Auto Five. If people will buy that game to the end of time, which why 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 even make a new one? Here you go. Here's the same game. Yeah. Just on something else. Seventy dollars, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean if I could make a game that people would just keep spending seventy dollars on for like decades, I would do it. Like 
Oh man, sure, of course I would. And you know, um, someone I, we actually talked about this on the last show, and you you actually touched on some points. We were saying the 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 thought process was: Are indie games truly that amazing? Some are. I'm not saying indie games can't be amazing, clear. But are they truly as amazing as everyone makes them out to be, or is it just because they're just different? Then you know the usual stuff we get. And when I say different, I mean you know it's not a Call of Duty, it's not a Grand Theft Auto, it's not a Mario, it's not it's just something different. So people just gravitate towards it for the sheer fact that it's different. And, and then mm-hmm. we were like, are indie games losing the level of quality because you know as long as it's just different, people are gonna play it, but doesn't necessarily make it good. And we had the philosophical debate about that. Yeah, I mean, there's. I think that there's definitely something to be said with like people want something new and they want something fresh and we're more likely to ignore, um, you know, problems with it or we're we're not more likely, but we're more, we'll more easily ignore problems with it because like, you know, we're just excited to have something new. (laughs) Like, okay. You know, it's, so I, I, I don't know that they necessarily, are i guess maybe i I think i've forgot the premise already what i was even talking about (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah like i that's i mean that's like i tend to gravitate towards indie games just because i do just well one i like i said i'm not really a big a huge fan of violent games and i mean most triple a games are gonna are pretty violent it's just the way they are and i if I'm going to get something with a different type of experience, it's generally going to come from the indie, the indie scene. So, I don't know. That is true. The, some of the games I'm looking forward to the most did come out the indie scene. Like, there's this one called Animal Well coming out that's Metroidvania style. You're like a little critter. And, Animal uh, Well. Yeah. It, it's like you're a little critter and uh, you don't know anything. So, like, you're you're trying to just, I don't know, survive get out this forest wherever you happen to be you're not in the actual well disappointing but (laughs) but the thing i like about it is just like you don't know what's friendly you don't know what's harmful you just kind of have to go in and just be like oh look there's a dog is it gonna attack me oh there's a i don't know what that is made up creature and uh it looks it just looks it looks like my jam it's exploring it's puzzles it has a great pixel art style but uh, one of the things I liked about it, the developer was like, you know, I'm not making a pixel game just to be all like retro and stuff. But he's like, this is a 4K pixel game, which means gives you, I don't know, ex- you know, a thousand percent more pixels. I don't know the exact numbers. And so he says he's really pushing the polygons on this one, but just with pixels. And I was like, I like that. I like I like you're not just doing a retro aesthetic just to do it. I mean, you could be, but I'm taking you at your word. And there was one that people kept talking about that I saw the trailer. I didn't think much of it. It was called Naid. You're a water nymph just uh, going through a river, chillaxing and, you know, getting rid of stuff, helping the water creatures and whatnot. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. And when it comes to, like, wholesome, relaxing games, it's not that I don't like them. It's just, like, I've never gravitated towards games where, like, you just kind of chill. You know, just kind of existing. But this one, this one looks like I can get into it. It's like, all right. Light puzzle solving, you know, going down beautiful rivers and waterways. I was like, I could probably do this one. That game, I that game is really attractive. 
<laughs> and it's like it's like visually appealing, you know. Like it's funny you were talking about the animal well not being in a well. I wonder if it's like verb and like adverb, you know, like being an animal well. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was like, maybe it is. Yeah, instead of like being like a, a well of animal, I don't know. Now I'm like really. I don't know. My brain is just like focused on why is it called animal? Well, (laughs) I can't like let it go. Uh, Yeah. Like I, I do. I personally am generally tend to not be a fan of like pixel art. Uh, Like, I I mean, I've seen very beautiful pixel art and I, I can appreciate it for what it's worth sometimes, but then there's, there's also like a, a, a visual that I'm not particularly a fan of. Like, I'm, I don't really like the way the animal well looks like the little, I don't know, maybe it's just cause it's kind of creepy or something, but I mean, it, it's like, if you're going to make it so high res, like what's the, what's even the point of making it pixel art? <laughs> I don't know. Like a lot of times pixel art is used for just like to cover up bad art. I don't think it's true with this game specifically, but I, I don't know. I wonder, like, why if you're gonna just make it like really high depth pixels, like, why not just like put some like curves on them? Why do they have to be pixels? I don't know. You know, so, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I set you up for failure because I told you the game wasn't in a well, and I and I feel that. So you're already, <laughs> you're already like, all right, not a fan of this. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Animal Well. There is no well. I'm done. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the the well like that. I don't know. I was just I was really kind of my brain was like stuck on like trying to figure out well why is it called that, but yeah, uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe I was set up for failure because oh, yeah. my brain focuses on mundane things. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm feeling you on that. I like I hate when you have a song and the song title isn't isn't a word they say in the song or even about song. It'll be like the best party ever. And then the song is about like a test someone took in high school, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm. There's a disconnect here. I, I don't know what's going on. And then I hate, I hate when you look it up, and it's like, oh, oh it's an inside joke between me and my friends. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my brain is like bouncing back and forth on the last two games you talked about. Like, <laughs> so what was the, what was the name of the other one? The one was like you're floating around in like the pretty water and stuff. What's that Naid. N A I A D. Okay. Naid. Naid. Sorry, I just like wanted to like hear the name. Of it. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I'm even saying that right. That's just how I read it. Yeah, I like I, but I get what you're saying. Like I like there's a like I mentioned that I tend my focus tends to be more on like the um, wholesome games direct or whatever. What is it called? Wholesome direct. Yes. Okay, yeah. I tend to focus on games that come out of that because I tend to like things that are a little, like less violent and stuff, but I I don't necessarily like ones that are just sitting around doing nothing either. Like I don't want to play some like free to play idle game, you know? Like I <laughs> I do want something that has I do want something that has like goals and and I particularly like things that are go collect a million of this one thing. <laughs> like you know, like a Pokemon or something. Like, go collect some Pokemon. But, um, yeah. Like, it does look like it It has kind of that, like, leisurely kind of feel, but also having, like, a 
like a puzzle challenge to it, so it does look interesting. So. Yeah, and you know you got you got ducks and and other water critters. Can't go wrong with ducks. Yeah, you can't. When I was little, I forgot ducks could fly, and I cornered this one duck, and I was gonna catch him. You know, not not for any malicious purposes. Like I just wanted to like you know hold him and like love him, and uh, <laughs> so I I get you, know, you will yeah. let me love you. <laughs> You know, ducks waddle and they quack and it's cute. And then like it was like a bush and me. And then the duck took off flying like towards me. Like he had, you know, he had to run a little bit to get uh-huh. his speed up. And like I'm little, so you know, the duck's kind of huge. And like he opens his wings, so he's even bigger than I felt like he was bigger than me. I don't know if he was. But like I just remember cowering as he flew over me and I was terrified. And I was like, I will never mess with a duck again. I've learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. Are you not like you don't have like a, a fear of ducks or anything? No, do no, no, I don't have a duck phobia. Ducks you just have weird. a respect. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, then, go ahead. <laughs> I was like, but did I learn ducks are jerks though? Oh, they are. Yeah, like uh, if you ever like feed a duck, and there's like a group of ducks, like the kind that you know li- live at a park or I don't know tourist attraction. Like I, I had some mm-hmm. chips. I was at the Riverwalk in San Antonio, and I was feeding this duck some chips, and like the duck came out of the water, and it was a female duck. And then, like, I gave her another chip, you know, because she was, like, you know, by my feet and being cute. But then I was like, all right, I'm going to eat my food. So she started to bite and peck me for more food. <laughs> you got a lot of duck stories. I, I do. <laughs> I, I know. They're, they're, I'm, I've, I'm, never, <laughs> I've never encountered a duck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, I guess I should. Maybe I haven't lived life. I need to go outside more and encounter some ducks. And exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Can can one have truly lived life if they've never just encountered a duck? I don't know. I have encountered a goose. I guess that kind of counts, right? Yeah. I've encountered a goose. I mean, aren't they supposed to be terrifying? <laughs> oh, they are mean. Yeah, they're very mean. So, don't mess with a goose. Yeah, well, well, definitely not. Like the 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 two duck incidents I've had in my life have been enough. <laughs> So it I guess, has uh, given you a healthy respect for ducks. Yeah, it, it, it has. You know, that's probably why I don't like duck meat. Don't eat duck people. Go, go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Go be vegan or something. Which actually I don't support. Like, I mean, I, I enjoy my, my delicacies, but we're not here for that. So Ashley. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, so. You know, we know with the Summer Games Fest, a lot of a lot of fans are gen- have generally been, you know, unimpressed. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of the, you know, quote unquote, one, either a stuff we already knew was coming out, b you know, the usual suspects. We finally saw Starfield yawn. I don't I don't know who's gonna come after me, but I t- I kept telling people whenever we got a Starfield reveal, it was gonna suck, and then lo and behold, we got it. We got generic the game surprise there. But um, just with E3 coming back next year, do you think, one, that the summer showcases will keep on, like they will exist to some capacity, or they're just going to go the way of the Dodo? That's a good question. I, I, think that, I think that they're significantly more accessible to the general population. So I think there's a lot of... Um, I think there's a lot of value in that. So... The the only way these games are, I mean, if you only cater to the hardcore and to the journalists, you're not necessarily going to 
sell your game, you have to also reach like the the randos, the regulars, you know. Right. So, uh, like, and I feel like these uh, the festivals that have been going on now are a little more they're a little easier to get information about, you know, like on your own. Like you don't have to like go through other channels to learn about it. Like you can just like watch it and see it. So it's, I don't know, that that feels, I feel like they're, they're gonna, they're gonna keep it going. I mean, also like, I mean, they're different. Are they, they're different companies, right? Like it's not like the same people putting them on. Yeah. So yeah, like, I mean, just because, like, if I was a Burger King, I wouldn't stop selling burgers just because McDonald's, like, opened up next door, you know. Uh, I'd keep selling my burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would think that they would just try to keep uh, working. People people are going to absorb it. People love these kind of things. They're going to still watch it. Like, I mean, the fact that there were, like, a bunch of different announcements and fests, like, going on this week and everybody watched them all, I don't think, I think there's, like, room. For multiple things and pe- for people to get excited about um it it might be that they need to like to be relevant like they might need to try to get some kind of like proprietariness about themselves like you can only announce at my my fest you can't announce it someone else i don't know so it may be it may be just a bunch of the same thing being repeated in both of like multiple events or it could be more like this one announces one thing and this one announces another. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't. I don't run them. <laughs> I mean, you bring up one of the the. I guess one of my main for, uh talking thinking thinking points is like so if E3 comes back, you know, and I I would assume they have to come back, you know, bigger, badder, bolder than ever. It has to be like, you know, a show stopping event. It has to be a spectacle. They end all spectacles if they want to, you know. Because, you know, as we all know, they were on the decline. But if you mm-hmm. do that, what does it become like a bidding war? Like E3 is like, no, you have to announce your stuff here versus at the Sony showcase or the Xbox showcase or we got an Xbox showcase. You got to combine with us. Like, because I, 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 what yeah. I fear is if we keep the summer showcases, we keep E3, we end up what, what I will feel like is. So we have all these showcases varying lengths from an hour to two hours or what have you. And it's basically one announcement that matters, followed by this, you know, Venn diagram of shared announcements. At, at which point, it's like, do do we get will the overall quality increase due to competition, or will we end up with everybody all just kind of equally sucks? Maybe. I mean, I think E three is. I think the next E three probably will really suck because. It is extremely expensive for a company to be at E3, and it is not necessarily a worthwhile investment. And maybe they have learned that. Maybe they've learned we don't need E3 to sell Call of Duty. You know, like we can sell <laughs> Call of Duty, but we don't have to. We don't have to spend a couple million dollars to go to E3. We can do our own thing. You know, like so E3, the makers of E3, or I don't know, what are they called? Makers producers the people who run e3 <laughs> they may have to like you know reevaluate the structure and and how it how it works and what they're going to do with it to to kind of meet with this new this new demand or whatever that's going on um so we'll see yeah because <laughs> i think it only happened once 
this so far during this showcase season, this not this E3, but not really season, whatever people want to call it. And I'm like, what what are we going to do about overlap? Because I feel like if E3 comes back to any kind of full capacity, it's going to like, I, I highly doubt they're all going to get together and be like, you show your thing from one to two. I show my thing from mm-hmm. two to four. You show your thing from four to six. I feel like it would just be like, Man, we're not we're not talking to each other because we're all doing our own thing, and then it's like because I I really don't want to have to divide my attention because then it's just gonna be like well if I can't watch two things at once I mean I could mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's, we have te- we have the technology to do that but that's not any fun yeah well they've I mean they've always kind of like the big things they never really did all at once right so yeah. like if you got like put in the same slot as someone else like. You knew you weren't that important. <laughs> so, like, I mean, right, maybe they'll keep doing that. I don't know. Right. But yeah, it's, like you were saying, it's like we we have a different way in which we want to consume this information. So, like, we don't want to have to try to see multiple things at once. Like, how are we? I don't know. I don't know how what they'll do. Yeah, and then I was also thinking because Jeff Keeley has the power and resources to do it. I'm like, Wump is just like we have the summer we have the summer games fest since that seems the name he wants to keep going with. And we have E three and these two things will just run side by side and that's mm-hmm. that's just life. What is timing on it? Like would they be like the same week? They wouldn't be the same week, would they? I imagine so <laughs> because this is E three with this because I always get, you know, I look through my memories and these are the days that I'm normally at E3. You know, I got the ones from 2019, yeah. 28. So these are the exact days. This is uh, assuming everything was honky-dory, E3 would have started Thursday uh-huh. and went through today. Or, But yes, the, yeah. the, the, this this is the general time. So I, I imagine it would be at the same time. I, ca- I couldn't see, because I feel like if E3 was to... A, like, be like, we're at the end of June. That's kind of like admitting defeat. Like, you know, clearly you can't can't be after one show because if Summer Games Fest happens, they're clearly going to get all the announcements first. And if you go before them, then I would assume you would get the bigger announcements first. And I I don't know. It's it's weird because I I realistically don't see a world where they both can exist. Like, I can see them both happening, but then one has to give. Yeah, I hadn't, when you were asking originally about it, I hadn't really considered the time overlap, you know, I was just thinking of, like, one happening, then the other happening, like, consecutively, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would think, I mean, there's no way E3 is going to change when it, when it plays, or it's always, it's always been that way for, like, millennia. How long has E3 been up? <laughs> like, a million years? Uh, so, <laughs> they, I mean, they're obviously going to keep it, and, I mean, you would think... Summer Games Fest would change their time to make to make themselves competitive, like probably push themselves up early. Like that would make sense to try to be before E3. Um, but because they, they haven't announced like dates for the next year, have they? Uh, not that I'm aware of. It's just uh, the announcement was, you know, we're back, baby, or you know, something to that effect. You know, social media handler mm-hmm. guy took care of that. Yeah, like I mean. Best case scenario for both of them, well, would be E3 stays at its normal time, and then Summer Games Fest is like, well, F y'all, help me to do it a week earlier. <laughs> and then that would be, I mean, if I was running it, that's what I would do. I would do it earlier. 
But yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I guess ultimately the devs and the studios decide who wins and who fails because they're going to decide where their stuff is shown. And I don't know, maybe, maybe it will become a numbers game. Maybe, you know, E3, Summer's Games Fest, and, you know, untold, unforeseen thing happens and people are just like, hey, you know, we'll give you XYZ discounts, this, that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. the the studios, because we know, like, you know, well, Microsoft pulled out, you know, because they own, you know, the X, the Microsoft Theater now, you know, EA yeah. was doing its EA Play thing. And then, you know, just other companies started doing their own thing. And I was like, I was like, what if, what if it, that was it? It was literally just, it was just, it just became segmented to we're Sony, here's Sony stuff, we're Xbox, here's Xbox stuff. You know, Nintendo does whatever Nintendo feels like, they don't care. You yeah. know, you have the EA showcase. Oh, which, you know, we used to have the EA showcase back in the day. I remember that. Yeah, I, I do wonder, like, a, like, like I was saying, like, it costs these companies so much money to be at E3 when they can do it much cheaper on their own. Why go to E3? Like, so, I mean, maybe they want to go back. Maybe they go back. Let's say they go back to E3. Then I would assume that Summer Games Fest is probably going to end up focusing more on indie stuff, maybe, where... I don't know, like, because they are going to have to, they are going to have to be different. Like, they can't be the same thing, or they, they won't be successful. And also, who knows if AAA is going to want to go back to E3? Like, maybe they're just like, well, whatever. Yeah, back back in the before times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because people like E3 was just. You had to do E3, but no one ever really realized like why or thought about the value of it. You know, it was just like it was the only option. It was the thing. But now people have started like, or companies have started thinking about other ways in which they can do the same thing more effectively, more efficiently. And maybe they've just figured, well, you know, E3 isn't ubiquitous anymore. It doesn't have to be. So... Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, that's just the that's just kind of like the truth behind it. E3 was a thing that you had to do. There was there was there there was no debate about it. It was like we, when are we gonna do our big, big announcement? It has to be at E3. When are we gonna announce a console? It has to be at E3. When are we gonna do anything worth anyone caring about? It has to be at E3. And now it's just like you know, with the internet, yeah. live streaming, just you know, other avenues. Yeah. And it's just like, but why though? Like you said, it just got to the point where. I mean, the name notoriety is huge. You know, the industry will never mm-hmm. not talk about E3. E3 will never just be, you know, you know, a forgotten term, I assume. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's just. I mean, it's, it's based in old tech, right? It's yeah. based in it's based in pre-streaming era tech. And that's why everyone had to do it. And we kept people kept doing it even after streaming existed because it just. You had like it just they never really questioned it, but once it became a thing that you couldn't do, they had to start thinking outside of the box, right? So, yeah, like it's it's an old tech kind of conferences in general, honestly, are old tech, right? Like meeting being in person is old tech, (laughs) so like the like to, to just think of different ways, and yeah, I don't know, like it doesn't. They don't necessarily need to go, and we'll see. Yeah, and, and one thing I was talking about, you know, like since you know, quote unquote, we are in the industry. You know, E three was always like, you know, this mecca, this like, mm-hmm. you know, 
this euphoric feeling of like I'm here, I'm at the thing, you know, I am somebody. I'm I'm moving and shaking. I'm you know shaking hands, kissing babies, you know, mm-hmm. making content. You know, and the world's a different place. Like you said, it's it's just old tech at the end of the day. And now I'm thinking, is it is it people, you know, born, you know, before a certain era that's just holding E3 in such high regard? Because even then, like, you have to be in the industry more or less to even, you know, go to E3 for the most part. Yep. You know, there's there's been odd years where, you know, e, you know, E for all and then, you know, uh, public tickets, things. But generally speaking, for it, it's, it's tenure, it's, it's a closed off industry event. So I'm like, mm. the general public probably doesn't care. Like, they think it's cool. Like, you know, it's cool <laughs> to see the videos and the booths and, you know, the tours. But for the average person, it was never something you could even attend. So, yeah. you know, maybe maybe yeah. the average person doesn't even care if it comes back or not. If yeah. You, if they're like not in saying, the industry. Yeah, like I was saying, like, it was something you could only really learn about secondhand, right? Like, you had to experience e3 through the eyes of a journalist you could not experience it on your own where the stuff that's going on now you can experience it through your own eyes you can actually like watch like the videos live you don't have to read an article about it or watch a recording of it you know so it's just and i mean if we're gonna be honest the general public are the ones who buy the games it's not it's not a journalist (laughs) You know, so like, why why go through the middleman when um, you can just reach the people you want to sell the games to directly? Yeah, but it still has a lot of value for for companies who don't have a huge following already, right? Like, if no one knows who the heck you are, but you're at E3, that makes you known. Like, people now know who you are. So it it does have like these events have a lot of value for like the smaller games and the the less like the non call of duties right you know but uh like i i hope that when they i hope that they try to readjust make it more accessible to the general public to to view make it more accessible to smaller games to get into you know um to give them that boost that they need you know i don't know yeah, I guess, you know, it's one of those things where, like, we we can speculate, we can converse, we can debate, but ultimately, we no no one knows, you know, and yeah. by this time next year, we, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure the conversation would be even more wild and colorful, but I, I guess, as they say, time will tell. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not an executive who gets to make any choices, so it doesn't matter what I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can always, in three years from now, if it fails, be like, I told them so. Exactly. Well, see, I knew they shouldn't have done that. Not that I told them directly, because they <laughs> don't listen to me. But I knew it. I knew it wasn't going to do well. I, I always love that. The, it's always fun to be right. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, uh, like I, I uh, on, this, on this show, in fact, I kept telling people, I was like, man, I was like, there, there's something going on in the game industry. All these studios, I was like, all these studios are about to be under one of the big three. The big three is gonna own or partner with all these studios to make games exclusive for them. They're like, I was like, I was like, we're gonna see the death of the third party game. People are like, you're talking nonsense, man. And then here came all these big acquisitions back to back to back. And I was like, I told you, 
No one wanted to listen to old Odelly boy. <laughs> I, but I knew it. I listened to Odelly boy. Thank you. Thank you. And she's a doctor, people, so I'm just saying. Yeah. Just, yeah. just saying. But so I know stuff. Exactly. <laughs> but Ayo Doc, I got I got something to yeah. say. Like, so, yeah. you know, we, we, we keep seeing this trend of, you know, it's, it's the cool to make all these movies and TV shows off video games. You know, sometimes cringe, sometimes not cringe. You know, we're getting The Last of Us. We got the Halo. We're getting uh, uh, a God of War. We're getting the this, we're getting the that, we're getting the this, we're getting the that. But now we're starting to see something happen in reverse. We're getting video games based off of popular TV shows. I mean, this is not necessarily nothing new mm-hmm. per se, but it's according to Netflix, The Queen's Gambit, the video game, which is basically just chess, a chess game with a story and choices. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The game's not out. I'm just going what they're saying. But, you know, we're getting a, a, a game based off of that popular thing. And before I get into the nonsensical thing that my brain goes, this is just a chess game, that there's nothing different you're doing about it except putting the Queen's Gambit's name in front of it. Like, what, what do you think from a development standpoint? I'm just curious about major TV shows getting a game based off of them. Not, it doesn't matter if they're good or bad. Just the fact that we're, we're at that point in the world. So... My opinion is a little biased, considering I uh, was, until very recently, working on Insecure, the come-up game, which oh. is based on a HBO TV show. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Insecure. I have, I have my qualms with the last season, but I watched every episode. So, so I'm, as a, from a developer standpoint, it has, you know, obviously it has the whole bureaucracy or whatever, working with an IP, but I mean, it, it sells games, right? I, I can make my game based on playing chess with some redhead lady, or I can make my game based on the queen's gambit. You know, like, it's the- <laughs> I, I like, I like I mean, that, I like that delivery pitch. <laughs> like, I, I think it's, I don't. I I think Netflix is. You know they they they're doing bad, right? Mm-hmm. They need to they need to find a new way to to make money. Games make money. Why not try it? Give it a try. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> so, um, I I don't think it's a terrible idea. I think it's weird. The timing is weird. Like who who effing cares about the Queen's Gambit anymore? That's like so beginning of the pandemic. I mean, come on. Like, what are people? No one's talking well, about that show anymore. Do people say that? Oh man, like that's so oh, beginning that's, of the pandemic. Get with the times. Like, oh wow, uh, that's that's so pre-pandemic. I don't know. Like, what did it? Because it came out like what early twenty twenty. I, I don't know. I feel like I started watching it when my house was rearranged in a specific way, which I feel like was in a in a very pre-pandemic time. I don't know. Man, I'm gonna start uh, destroying people online now. That mindset is so pre-pandemic. Go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't gotten, uh, you know, woke to the internet accessibility that it was introduced by the by, by the pandemic. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it, it feels, the timing feels weird. Because it's like, I don't feel like anybody cares about the show anymore. Because Netflix, I mean, it's so flash in the pan, the shows there on Netflix. You know, like, people get real hot and excited about a show right when it comes out. And then nobody talks about it anymore. And uh, Netflix knows it. And I guess that's maybe why, part of the other reason why they're making the game. Try to get people to watch. I mean, because it's a good show. So, I mean... If a chess game makes people go and watch the show, then that's cool for them. But um, I'm, I'm, I personally think it looks pretty cool, like, all of that aside. I mean, it kind of... I really love mashups, games that take, like, an old, an old tired mechanic and throw some other thing on it. Like, um, you know, like, puzzle, like, what was it? Puzzle Quest, right? When they put a story on a match on a on a bejeweled, right? <laughs> like, oh my god, bejeweled with a story! Holy crap! You know, like that's that's what I feel like this is, and I I, I so I like it. It seems like a, a nice way to maybe introduce chess to people who don't play chess. And but I mean, I also like I said, I'm I'm curious about the timing on it because it's like it's not like what people are saying. Oh, Queen's Gambit, that's so hot right now. You know, like I don't know. So I don't know if it'll help it sell uh, specifically. So, you know, I mean, you bring up great points. And before I can elaborate on any of them, like, I don't like this from my <laughs> Sorry, conception. I went off. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> it's just, as you were talking about, I was like, okay, you, you're wanting me over. But I still can't get over this hurdle in my mind. Just simple, like, this is my animal well moment. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember... I got to walk you through this because this, this implies to games as well. So I remember when Words with Friends became a big thing. And people were like, yo, mm-hmm. there's this new game, Words with Friends. You play it. Everybody play. You can play your friends. You can play strangers. You can play strangers with friends. You know, all, all, whatever. And I was like, bro, this is just Scrabble. And they're like, no, it's Words with Friends. I was like, do you like Scrabble? No, Scrabble is boring. You're playing Scrabble. It's just on your phone. This is Scrabble with a different name. But but I get it. it. It was a fad. People loved it. I swear, like, I had everybody I knew, my friends, like, oh, no, why are you not in our words or friends? I'm not downloading that. Hey, I do not like Scrabble. I do not like spelling. I, I do not get no um, no endorphins from winning with a, with a triple Z score at the end. No, like, leave me alone. But then... One faithful day at Walmart, I saw Words with Friends, the board game. And I'm like, that is Scrabble. Now, now we are literally Scrabble. Like, <laughs> what, we, we went from Scrabble to Words with Friends to back to, I, I'm so, <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, I understand your argument. I also... This is another thing I'm super biased on, right? Like, uh, because the current game that I am working on for my own company is essentially Clue with Hot Dudes. So, uh, <laughs> Hot Dudes is essentially Clue with Hot Dudes that hit on you. So, uh, I don't like, I, I mean, if there was a, if I eventually saw a Himbo Harem Homicide board game in Walmart, I would be winning. You know, I'd be very excited about that. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, um, yeah, like I like, but I like I said, I like kind, I like I like slight reimagining on things. Like I, I like, I mean, I like the idea of taking an old mechanic and just improving on it to make it more accessible or, or appeal to a different market or add an extra piece to it that you know makes people want to 
do it, you know, like with the words with friends, like, you know, if you can't play Scrabble by yourself, you know, <laughs> like, I got my Scrabble board game sitting in my house, I'm just bored, lonely, oh, wait, I can play it with my friends on my phone, like, that's nice, you know, so, I don't know. You know, again, you're, you're making. I feel like the bad guy. Like every time you're, you're giving, you have excellent retorts to online issues. No, I mean, I'm not trying. I think all of your points are fully valid, and like I think, you know, there's there's nuance to everything, right? Yeah. You know, so, so so with the Queen's Gambit in my mind, it's like all right. So the Queen's Gambit came out, and people were like, "Oh man, this this show's amazing," or "I find the main character hot, so therefore I'm going to learn chess now." Which, I mean, whatever your reasons, kudos to you. Chess is, you know, and one of those, you know, smart people, oldie, timey games that supposedly makes you smarter. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm very, like, okay at chess, as in I understand the general rules. And, you know, uh -huh. I, I could probably win a match against, you know, a person who also just kind of just plays it to no, like, competitive standpoint. But, um, so, like, you know, people, chess bars, chess boards started selling out. Online, whatever, you know, people go to play online chess, you know, they flooded that. And then people are like, and then they made, you know, the Queen's Gambit chessboard. Like, you, you know, it's like in the Queen's Gambit colors or, you know, has this, you know, a cool um, checkered board. I, I don't know. I don't, I've never actually seen it. So it's like, okay, yeah, you know, cat blocks. But now we're making, you know, if the real life game wasn't for now, we have the virtual game, which is just, you know, chess. But now it has a Queen's Gambit backdrop and, you know. Some of the characters from the show, like, oh, you can actually play against, quote unquote, against, you know, insert your favorite lover, rival, enemy from the from the show and rise through the ranks. And I'm just like, and my mind is just like, what are we doing here? My my hope is that it fully follows the story of this show. That it's just like an alternate way to experience the show. That's what I want to see. Like, because the show is, like I said, the show is really good. And honestly, nobody in that show is uh, particularly, um, well, there's a few. But like, there's nobody where you're like, oh, man, I love that character. Like, because everybody in that show kind of sucks, right? <laughs> um, so, but it, it would be not, it's like, but it's a really interesting story. It would be fun to kind of experience it in this like full Instead of it just being like you play a bunch of rounds of chess and it just happens to have those characters in it, I I hope that it fully follows like the whole story. But uh, it's funny you mentioned like people like selling out chessboards and stuff and everything with the show because like I watched it. It's a you know it's a mature rated show. I did not let my child watch it, but she would like kind of sneak up behind me sometimes and see it on the TV <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> She was like, what is this? What are you watching? And see, like, you know, like a little girl playing chess and stuff. And she got really excited about chess. And, like, now is, like, better than I have ever been at chess because of it. So maybe this will maybe this will open up chess for, I don't know. Like, well, I mean, if it, is it going to be an M-rated game? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, that would be so awesome, an M-rated chess game. I'm I'm down. I'm in it now. If it's M-rated, it's like, like, yes, let's do this. It's like, you lost to me. Now you got to give it up. Like, oh, my. It's like, it's like okay, so have you seen the show? Wait, yeah, I've seen have it. Have you seen it? Okay, so is it okay if I, like, kind of spoil some show stuff? Like, right, so, um, spoiler uh, alert, people. If you haven't seen The Queen's Gambit by now, that means you probably don't care, so just keep listening. <laughs> 
like like part of the show part of the game is like okay first you have to take all these narcotics because yeah. <laughs> they did have, you gotta take all these drugs and now you you're go. impaired <laughs> the, the, the board is kind of wobbling you're not sure where they put the piece you know what that that would be kind of raw okay i'm 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 coming around i'm i'm coming around because i mean they did have i did see a clip where it showed because you know she has um like anxieties and stuff and one of the things that she does to kind of like help herself chill is to like envision playing chess on the on the ceiling of her bedroom right yeah and so they did show that they did show the game being played on the ceiling in what in the trailer so i mean maybe it does get deep it's like oh you're stressed out because because some bad crap happened to you in your life now you have to play chess on the ceiling it's like I'm into it. I'm into it. It's like some dark descent into dementia type. Like, like you have like a sanity meter, like as you're playing chess. Oh, oh, like that old, like that old uh, GameCube game. Yeah. Like alone. Uh, what was it called? Well, I think remember. it was Dark Descent. I don't know if I just said that or if that's the name of the. No, tagline. it was a Nintendo. It was an it, old Nintendo. Wait, game I think Dark Descent was his tagline. Wait, what? What? Crap. I, I feel like it. Wait. Nintendo game with insanity meter. <laughs> insanity meter. I I am also googling. Eternal darkness. There we eternal go. Darkness. There we go. Yeah, it's got like it's got like some eternal darkness or or that God. I can't think of the name of games right now. Or that one uh, where you're like the little guy and you're always facing the the camera and you boop around and it's like <laughs> it's like you go. Um, there's another one with like it's like a, you gotta survive as long as possible in the darkness it's like a 2D game Oof, I'm not sure yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm real bad with scary games so I'm just like the more you talk about it I'm like mm, mm, I'm not a fan I don't know what this is but you said 2D so I was like wait what is that huh now what now, is that game called oh gosh I feel like it has the name Dark too. It was like on the Vita, and then it's like there's like a with friends game version of it now. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I just realized oh, wow. I'm a hypocrite because I love the Pokemon trading card game, like the the Game Boy Color uh-huh. game, and I'm like, man, why don't they remake that? And I'm like, but that's just literally. The poke I could go buy. Well, okay, that, there's the credit. I gotta actually go buy Pokemon cards, and that's like a lot of money. So I, I am a hypocrite, people. But I will. I, asterisk. I, I'm not about to go buy 18 starter packs. I got, I got bills. <laughs> but, but I. Gosh, can... it's killing me. What is the name of this game? Right. Oh, here it is. I found it. I found it. What is it? Internet is loading. It's loading. Oh gosh, what is it called? Don't starve. There it is. Oh, That's don't. Oh, okay. Don't starve yet. Don't starve. They have a sanity meter in that too. And that was that was a uh, the timing on me remembering that is awful because now I, I was like I don't even remember why I'm trying to remember what don't starve. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like the kid with the yeah. big backpack, right? Like during the day, you have to like you know go hunt or something, or is it always at night? Uh, yeah, it's during the day you gotta go hunt, and then at night, like, you get, like, attacked by monsters if you don't have, like, a, like, a flyer source or whatever near you, so, yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, so maybe maybe the Queen's Gambit, the video game, isn't as a big of a deal as I thought. But I'm going to put you on the spot. You already, I already know you said you're working on Insecure. But what, what TV show, you know, new or old, would you love to see a game of, regardless of how basic it would be? I mean, I want to see some new Sailor Moon games if we're, we're talking about TV shows. <laughs> like, I want to see, like, you remember, like, the Game Boy Advance Dragon Ball RPG games? Yeah. Those? I want that with Sailor Moon. Bring it on. Give it to, like, that's what I want. I don't want an arcade fighter. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want a... I don't want a fighter. I want a an RPG about Sailor Moon. She's <laughs> going collecting her friends, getting all of her, her her planet sisters out there, and just taking out uh, the Negaverse. That's what I want to see. So, how about you? What do you want? Mm, since you said insecure, I'm like, what's what's a because I I you know most of my my TV watching is split between anime, cartoons, and just you know things that would quote-unquote be considered for kids but i'm like what's an adult drama that i watch that would make a really cool or dumb video game and i'm like huh what would that be and then, so i watch the game show network a lot because i'm old mm-hmm. but there's a show called america says and i'm like i want an america says video game that would be so fun but, what is what's the premise of that? I don't know what that is. Okay, so America says it's kind. Of, it's like um, there's seven. They they do imagine like Family Feud, but it's team based, mm-hmm. and it's not stupid. Okay. Like like for example, it would be like we asked America, what are your the your seven favorite ice cream flavors? And what they do is you have thirty seconds to keep guessing to get as many as you can. And if you clear the board, you get bonus okay. points. But for everyone you don't get, the opposite team has the chance to guess. Let's say you only get three. Well, the other team could try to guess what the other four is. And you guess until you're wrong. Oh, oh and, that sounds fun. And yeah. so, but, the, but, but they also they give you the first letter and the, like, the length of the word. It's not spaces, but let's say like you could tell like if the word's E, it would be like the, the letter E and then like a very short line. So, you, you know, it's a short word. Uh-huh. And so it's fair but deceptively hard because since you get the first letter and, you know, if it's two words, you know, you get like a space and then another line. So, you know, it's two words. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it, it mentally tricks you because you'd be like, OK, it's an A word. And it's approximately, you know, my five or seven letters. And so you, you think about it. But then, you know, when you get the answer, because I feel like on Family Feud, the answer will be something stupid. Like only one person, like one in a billion would ever say that. But this is kind of like. It, the deception is because it already kind of guides you towards what it is, but sometimes you mm-hmm. lock yourself like into a box and you're not able to see like the obvious. Cause like nine times mm-hmm. out of ten, you'll be thinking it's like this hardcore word, and it'll be like apple, and you know, but you were saying everything <laughs> but apple. Arithmetic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, people eat arithmetic. Actually, for that's their favorite fruit. Arithmetic. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, that it feels like that should be a game already. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah, so if you if you have Game Show Network, I highly suggest watching America Says. It's it's fun. It's it's good clean fun. It's like Mario Kart. It's good clean fun that everyone can play, but it gets real competitive real fast. Like 
I know like 10 years ago, the Game Show Network used to have their own like website. It might, maybe it wasn't Game Show Network or another one of those similar network shows. They had their own website with like a bunch of games on it and like you would pay to play and you could like win money and stuff. I wonder if they do have it on there. Oh, might, maybe. might have to go check it out. Might have to go check that out. Well, Dr. Ashley, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this show. I know you were like, I'm not going to have things to say, but guess what? The po- this, We've already hit time. The show's over. Wow. Yeah. I didn't get to talk about the one game that I was excited about from all the announcements. Either. What is the one game you're excited about? We're going to run long. You got to tell the people. The one game I'm super excited about is Little Bear Chef. It was on Wholesome Direct. <laughs> I'm so excited about that game. It's like a little bear. Who's a chef? Oh my god, it's so cute. <laughs> I mean, is that the one where you build houses too? Uh, I don't think so. I think you just be a cute little, be a cute little bear, and you make stuff, make food. Like there's something like for some reason there's like balloons carrying stuff all over the place, and I don't know. He has like a little evil look on his face sometimes. He looks like a like a you know like the little bear honey bottles. Uh-huh. He looks like that, but for some reason he looks like he has like honey mustard inside of him instead of regular honey. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I see it. You know what's funny? I actually forgot to mention one of mine's too, and I thought that was it. One of the other games I look forward to, one, because, okay, so this game is one of those, um, you, you build houses, you know, for people, and you got to feed their accommodation, but there's no time limit. So you can just do uh-huh. it until you're done. And then, you know, the people uh-huh. move in. So, and I was like, I love that. I love that I can just perfect it and then, you know, carry on. Like, I don't got to be like, oh, God, it's going to suck because I had 10 seconds and this really took 15 seconds. Yeah. And it's what, called. What game is it? Bear and Breakfast. <laughs> Bear and Breakfast. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. That looks so cute. I, I don't, this 2022 is the year of the bear. Right? Like, the the cute bear games. So, yeah. So we got Little Bear Chef and Bear and Breakfast. Apparently, with you know, I always find it because you know games, you know, they're not made overnight. So I'm like, I love like when the zeitgeist of like game development, everyone like had this idea that was just like, yeah. and then they come out and it's like, what? You also thought like, what is going on? Who does this? It is, it is weird. It's like movies do it too, right? You know, like there will be like all of a sudden one year is like they're all like movies about alien invasions or about some natural disaster or a meteor coming to hit the earth like they always come in at least pairs right and so it is kind of weird that video games do to it it must be like everybody like something happened five years ago that inspired these that they both were watching it and it inspired them both (laughs) and they each devolved like diverted in their own direction but it was still kind of based on the same thing i don't know So yeah, you you get little bear chef and I'll get bear and breakfast and we'll compare. I mean, those. I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get them both. Oh so. oh, excuse me. Those <laughs> are that doctor money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> Ashley, thank you so much for joining me. Where can the people yeah. follow you? Keep up with you? See your work? Buy your games? All that good stuff. Oh, I can pitch my stuff? Okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so um, on Twitter, I'm Ashley God Bold. <laughs> I always put the hyphen so I can enunciate it very well. Uh, but there's no hyphen in there, Ashley God Bold at Twitter. And then also, the game that I'm working on that I'm really excited about is Himbo Harem Homicide. Coming to Steam here this year. 
So, also has Twitter. I think it's called Himbo Harem Game. I should know what my Twitter handle is, but I don't. <laughs> so. Well, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have links in the descriptions below, people. So, you know, wherever you're enjoying this show, anywhere podcasts are found or on YouTube, make sure to give Ashley a follow. Follow the games if you're interested. You know, wishlist them on Steam, all that good stuff. And as always, I'm Oda Harmon Jr. You can find me at Oda Harmon Jr. And the show at FC Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, Full Circle Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, everyone, have a great week and be blessed. Bye. Bye.